Hi there and welcome to the 8th row of the 12 rows of Christmas. So, on the 8th row of Christmas, my true love brought to me 8 stroke rate changes. Now what we're going to do is we're going to row for 32 minutes in total, but we're going to set our splits to 4 minutes long, and that will give us 8 4 minute splits. And we are going to change our stroke rate as we go through this. So we're going to do 18, 20, 22, 20, then 18, 20, 22, 20. So it's still down at the low intensity, low end of this for stroke rate, but it's going to be a little more interesting because you're going to change in those rates. Now the 18 strokes a minute, we're going to do it around about 2k plus 20 pace. Then the 20, we're going to do around about 2k plus 18. And the 22s, we're going to do 2k plus 15. So it's going to be a little bit more spicy than just a standard 2k plus 20, 18 strokes a minute. So hopefully it'll be a bit more um, interesting too. All right. So we might as well get into our warm up, and it's going to be a four minute warm up as well. Now, as always, we have head straight to the front of the machine and we set our drag factor where we want it to be. If you don't know what drag factor is on a Concept2 rowing machine, then please do check out the video that I have on this channel. I set mine to run about 125 right now, if that interests you at all. Uh, if you're on a non-Concept2, then just set the resistance or whatever you have so you get good weight from the stroke, but you don't have to heave your back against it, okay? That's really big and that's what I'm going to be talking about today. Next up, your monitor, set it to eye height if you can, so you don't have to look up and you don't have to look down. Sadly, some rowers have it right down there, so you have to look down. And finally, if you can change the height of your foot plates, set them to a point where you're able to get to the front of the machine with your shins pointing vertically, okay? If they're set too high, you might not quite be able to get there, or in order to get there, your heels might be coming right off. If you're set too low, you might go scooting straight past, okay? And that can lead to hyperextension in your back, okay? Let's get into this four minute warm up. We're gonna do it 18 strokes a minute and just start off with enough power that you can just think about the push of your feet and the connection of your hands. And then we'll gradually uh, increase to run about 2K plus 20 pace, okay? Here we go then in three, two, one, and we're off. So just spend this first minute thinking about pushing with your feet to get the power into the machine. But at the same time, your hands connect the handle to the machine. So in my case, that means the chain goes to the flywheel and starts it spinning. You might have a water rower. You might be on a magnetic rower, but the point is the same. That as you push your legs into the foot plates, you want your hands to connect at exactly the same time in order to get the power flowing into the machine and often what can happen is that people push too soon with the feet and the backside scoops and so they lose power or they pull too soon and therefore can't get that leg snap in there or what can happen is that they come in and then they fly right back. So they're leaning backwards at the point of connection and they've lost the leg connection and the back connection. And I really want, I'm gonna talk, like I said, about that back connection today. Because that's one of the first things that slips on a lot of rowers, especially when fatigue sets in. Okay, in three strokes time, 
we are going to put one foot on the ground and then we'll continue rowing so after this one one foot on the ground continue rowing now I know I didn't say when to start speeding up to 2k plus 20 so don't worry if you didn't truth is today's session is going to start off nice and gentle anyway so you don't need to be super warm for it and this warm-up is more about just flexibility and technique drills and things swap feet so don't worry if you're like oh I didn't row at 2k plus 20 because the truth is we'll be starting off the main session at 2k plus 20 anyway so it's one of these sessions that you technically don't need to do a warm-up for but in terms of like I say increasing your flexibility and things still worth doing both feet in the straps legs straight roll with your back and arms and really get a feel for that swing with your back picking up the handle what I mean is that as you swing your back the handle connects to the machine so that that swing over your back is generating power as well as your arms coming in okay last one here let's roll into the front of the machine arms straight forward lean and just push out from the front okay arms straight forward lean hold that forward lean okay your arms should take care of themselves but hold that forward lean as you press and really get a feel for the handle connecting right at the front right here you should feel your hands connect to the flywheel okay it's a really important drill whoosh that's us done with the warm-up sorry I'm, I'm i'm on one today about this so you'll have to forgive me <laughs> so keep on moving up and on the rail have a quick drink i'll quickly describe what it is we're doing one more today and then we'll get into the main session nice and quick okay then so today's row is 32 minutes in total but we're going to set the splits to four minutes giving us eight splits and we're going to change stroke rate as we go through this row so we'll start at 18 strokes a minute then go up to 20 then 22 and back down to 20 then we'll do it again 18 20 22 20 and our pace is going to change with this so it'll be 2k plus 20 then plus 18 then plus 15 and then we'll um, slow down again so plus 18 plus 20 and then we'll go fast again plus 18 plus 15 and then back to that 2k plus 18 for the 20 strokes a minute and we're done now don't worry if you're like ah i don't remember all that how we go ah give me a piece of paper to write it all down i'll keep you right as we're going through the road okay i'll tell you what to do you can roll along with me match my stroke rate okay and that's fine for the stroke rate and then you just have to worry about how much of a push you're putting from your legs in terms of the pace simples okay right have a last quick drink oh it's chilly <laughs> right so we're starting off 18 strokes a minute, 2K plus 20 pace, okay? For four minutes. So here we go then, in three, two, one, and we're off. Now, remember, today's row should be coming off the back of seven minutes sprinting, which means that Yesterday's row, or 
the last row you did, if you're following this series, was a really tough one. And so that's why this row is just at this nice bottom tier, low intensity level to give your body a chance to just regenerate the energy not work too hard because you might have some lasting kind of after effects in your muscles after yesterday so this just isn't too intense a row but it will keep you nice and active be super beneficial for your fitness and really good time spent working on your technique as well not just because we are nice and lower rate and that affords you time to think about the various phases of the stroke but also just the slight stroke rate changes and the pace changes mean that you have to think about the power you're putting into the machine and an element of control and we all like a bit of control don't we even if it's just you're the one that makes the coffee or you're the one who has the clicker to change the TV channels we all like to be in control so why not be in control of your own body when it comes to rowing don't know where I went just then by the way for some strange reason I went on a little fanciful diversion okay so we're coming up for three minutes gone go one more minute down at this stroke rate hopefully you are nice and comfortable with your rate and pace and you're not too far I mean you can be plus or minus one or two seconds every now and then but rather you are seeing 2k plus 20 more than you weren't seeing it especially for this opening split and then we have six strokes to go and we'll go up to 20 strokes a minute and 2k plus 18 pace just by pushing harder with your legs so one more stroke and here we go so just increase that push and that should give you a faster drive phase of your rowing stroke and 
if you are rowing with a good rhythm and a good ratio a faster drive phase should result in a faster recovery phase so you're putting more power into the machine and you're also taking two more strokes per minute and that should just because of that extra leg push have resulted in your pace increasing by two seconds per 500 meters if your monitor is able to show that that is and that's really all you have to do at these low rates is increase that push from the legs and that's the control aspect so when we go up to the 22s it's just about pushing a little bit harder again however it's always a however isn't there nothing's ever easy it's like when someone said to me everything you hear before the word but means nothing you're a really interesting guy man we really like what you're doing here it's fantastic what you'd be able to bring but and then you don't get the job anyway What's wrong with me today it's not even interesting diversions so the however is that this ease of changing your pace needs to come off the back of a consistent technique now I'd prefer that the technique that you have is a good technique to be consistent but I suppose if I had to choose I'd rather that you had a consistently not quite right technique rather than an inconsistent all over the place technique and we'll talk about that next but we're about to go up to our next stroke rate increase this is flying by I got my maths right <laughs> funny if I didn't okay three two one okay up to 22s bit more of a push and you want to be around about 2k plus 15 pace a 22 for me sometimes feels tiny bit 
awkward to get into but like every stroke rate once you get the groove and the rhythm right it should just lock into place and that's why today by doing the stroke rate changes as a pyramid so you climb up and then down again it's a lot easier to do that than to do it like a ladder where you go 18, 20, 22 and then straight back down to 18s again because that drop from a faster to slower stroke rate can sometimes feel a bit weird and hard to get back in sync for the 18s maybe not for a session like today but if we were going from 28 or 26 to 18 that's when it gets a bit sticky so the key really comes from your body position as you drive out the front and then what you do to initiate the recovery so as you come forwards and get in to the catch which is right at the front of the machine right before you push your feet to start the drive you want to be tilting forwards over your hips to like a one o'clock position on the clock face with straight arms seat slide should be only to a point where your shins are vertical nice neutral chin and up on your sit bones from a posture point of view so you're not sitting back on your backside you're primed and forwards shoulders past your hips and that's the right position okay 22s are almost up two more one more and down to 20s and 2k plus 18 pace basically two seconds slower than you were just rowing at or sorry three seconds we went from 15 
to 18. Get your maths right, you doofus. <laughs> so, forward tilt over your hips. Straight arms. Good, powerful posture. Shins. Vertical. But then, as you push your legs into the machine, the only thing that's going to change is the seat slide. Okay? So you hold that forward lean. You hold your straight arms. And as much as you can, you stay with your sit bones connected to the seat. Your fingers are hooked over the handle rather than grabbing the handle. And you maintain the handle height with those straight arms. So what I mean about handle height is you don't come forwards and then raise up. Okay, you don't... Oh, that hurt. You don't do that. Up in the air. But you also don't kind of scoop down as though you're digging <laughs> your way home. Nice, straight in front of you. Neutral height. And look down at your arms. And try to see... I'm getting dizzy, so I hope you're not getting dizzy. Try to notice... I've got a mirror, so I'm going look that way. If your elbows are bending. If they are bending, stop it. In my best school teacher voice, stop bending your elbows at the front of the machine. So as you push your legs in, your arms must remain straight and at a good neutral height. You only pull at the back of the machine. Okay? So, straight pull. Straight pull. Seriously, straight pull. That's how long you're meant to keep your arms straight pull for. All right, but also that forward lean, man, the amount of times I see people with the best endeavors and then suddenly the back goes. Hold that forward lean. All right, two more strokes. And then we're back to the start. 18s from now. So 18 strokes a minute. 2k plus 20 whatever pace you are rowing at at the start of this row I want you to be rowing at 
now. And this is a great time to be really thinking about holding this forward lean. I wish there was a magic spell or device I could give you for you to practice this forward lean. The drill that we do in the warm-up right at the end when you practice just pushing out with your feet with that forward lean and straight arms but you don't finish the stroke it's a great drill for practicing but really try to concentrate on that forward lean and arms straight as you push in fact I was watching a video from the Australian decent rowing people today and they had what I can only really describe as like a like a zimmer frame for rowers there was a contraption that came off the seat it was attached to the seat and it came up and then there was a bar right in front of them and it then joined on the other side so it's like a cage a zimmer frame right in front of them and they were doing this drill where the girl was just holding her hands in line with the bar in front in that forward tilt and practicing just pushing out with her legs not holding onto the handle so it's only about the seat slide and she basically just held her hands under that bar that was in front of her that's how I was thinking is there a way to mimic whatever device that was I can't think of it not certainly not in an easy you can do it at home way I was thinking about pool noodles or I don't know big long tubes of cardboard that you might be using to wrap your Christmas presents but but the point is that it was a great way to practice holding that forward lean for as long as possible through the drive why? why am I on about this? two reasons which I will tell you after two strokes one more we're going up to 20 strokes a minute now and two seconds faster so the two reasons are this number one when you are connected to the handle properly 
a spoiler alert by the way, but when you're connected, if you're in a forward lean, when you swing your back from a forward lean to a backward lean, that shift of the mass of your upper body adds pace into your stroke. Okay, so you get power by swinging. And that power makes you go faster. You don't want to lose it. Why would you waste power? You're chasing a sub 7 2K. You're training as hard as you can. You're doing deadlifts to try and improve your power which involves that hinging of the back. But then you climb on the rowing machine and instead of swinging over your back and using that power that you've been building, you come into the front and then you just swing and you lose all of that power. I cannot impress enough upon you to try to hold that forward lean as you connect your feet to your hands and then with those straight arms when your legs are about halfway through the leg drive you swing from the forwards to the backwards and that swing is also what triggers your arm pull so as you start your backswing you then start your arms so the sequence goes legs, back, arms, legs, back, arms, okay? But the other reason for that forward lean is to help with the connection of the handle to the flywheel. I was watching a video today. Ah, oh, um, I'm so sorry about this, mate. I'm going to get your name wrong. Visilage? Vis... 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 Oh, you know... Visilage? Oh, I don't know. I can't remember even how it's spelt now. But super powerful looking rower. Got muscles where I would love to have muscles. But... He comes forwards in that forward lean. But then there's a jerk. He swings early. Jerk. Right, up to 22s. Sorry, almost missed. Calling that one out. 22s, 2K plus 15. Bet you thought I was going to mess that up. So did I. But 
instead of snapping and connecting right at the front and getting all of that leg power in he is coming forwards and then he kind of snaps his back and you see the handle connect really late actually he's going to be a form check Friday so I'll make sure and point it out somewhere when it comes up oh been dropping off my 22s here sorry so holding the forward lean not only helps you put power in from that backswing but it also by holding the forward lean with straight arms it lets you connect your feet to the handle when the handle is still at the front of the machine rather than halfway towards the back now talking about the back when you finish it's a nice powerful pull of the handle into your chest and that helps everything resolve your legs come down you point your toes to the front of the machine your back has swung into that 11 o'clock layback with a powerful posture and your arms finish nice and straight your wrists are flat elbows through your sides and that wrists thing I'm not going to throw away you want them flat you do not want to finish with your wrists turning down you're not starting vroom, vroom, vroom. a motorbike okay you're not revving the engine vroom, 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 vroom. however you're also not finishing vroom. you're not doing a wheelie with your wrists up in the air okay hopefully I'm making enough comic noises here that it should set in nice and flat as you come in I know mine are at a bit of an angle towards my elbows but from the straight line from the front they are flat I think okay one more stroke after this one here we go one more here back down to 20s and 2k plus 18 and we've only got four minutes to go so wrists flat at the back 
and then you send your arms straight back out nice and straight and then as your arms come forwards that forwards momentum triggers the lean back over your hips so that by the time your hands are past your knees your arms are straight and you're in that forward tilt before you start sliding towards the front of the machine because again with the hands away and the forward tilt your momentum is moving you forwards you don't need to pull on the foot straps to return to the front of the machine your momentum has already taken you there so that all you have to do is bend your knees to slide to the front but you're already in that straight arms and forward lean and so you don't need to think about your arms or your back once you start sliding to the front and that then means that all you have to do is slide until your shins are vertical and without any other movements you will be in the perfect position to start the next stroke and all you have to do is push with your feet holding your arms straight and a forward lean for as long as possible connecting right at the front to the flywheel getting maximum power right from the start and then adding your backswing and then finally finishing off with your arm pull so today's keywords really are arm straight and forward lean maintain that position in fact let's just have today's hashtag as maintain okay three two one there we go 32 minutes done and for me 7,790 meters in the tank plus around about 800 900 for the warm-up and then the cool down we're about to do I'll do about 400 so that's a good 
say that'll probably take me up to about 9,000 metres for the day. That'll do. Especially as a regenerative row after a tough one. You don't want to make this one too tough where it's going to drain your system, remove some of the energy from your bowl of power. Bearing in mind that tomorrow's session will be back up to that medium intensity again. So that'll take some of that power away, but it means that the next bottom lower intensity, if we wanted to, we, we could increase the duration because we'll be coming off the back of a medium intensity rather than a top one, okay? So very important to look after your power reserves, especially if you're rowing all 12 days in a row like I am. So let's get into this two minute cool down of which I speak. We're just gonna do this at 18 strokes a minute, 2K plus 20 pace, run about four or five out of 10 effort. Um, and then slow down quite quickly after about 20 seconds or so. So here we go then in three, two, one, go. Ooh. So again, this is the kind of, the main session today is the kind of one where you may get to the end of it and think, I don't know if I need to do a cool down today. I don't feel particularly drained or anything, but really the two things I'd say is that there's a mental aspect here where you have just been concentrating or hopefully concentrating on technique and holding your pace. Whereas if you're just having almost like a free row where you're not really concentrating, you're just trying to continue on with what you were just doing, but not overthinking it. That's good from a mental point of view. But also, you may not need to cool down after a session like today's session, but if you can get into the habit of always doing a cool down, then when it comes to the sessions that you really do need to fit in a cool down, you'll be in the habit of doing it so you won't skip it. And I'll confess, it wasn't really until I started making these row-alongs that I got so uh, really, is fastidious the right word? No. Fanatical, <laughs> maybe, about doing warm-ups and cool-downs. In warm-ups I'd do, obviously, but cool-downs, not as much. Okay. Three strokes to go for me. And then what should happen after this stroke is that a split screen will happen. And then you should have images of me starting to do some stretching coming up on the other half of the screen, hopefully. Uh, and so if you don't want to continue cooling down, um, I do recommend doing some stretching. So. If you copy along with the stretches that I'm doing while I'm saying goodbye, it'll just give you that little moment to just do a few stretches and make sure that you're just kind of in a good place for stopping today's session. Now, what I'll, I'll go through the hamstrings, uh, quads, hip flexors, glutes, um, as from your kind of lower body point of view, and then uh, shoulders, kind of chest, um, and then biceps, forearms, and triceps. So it's not that many, but it's enough to just kind of keep 
make sure that everything kind of gets a chance to, or basically, yeah, a chance to not seize up. That's the wrong way to talk about that sentence. But yeah, I'm going to try and keep on doing this. So really do give me some feedback about this, whether you think it's useful, whether you're going to do it or not. Um, but yeah, it gives you something to do while you're listening to me say goodbye, if nothing else. <laughs> So that was today's session. It was a nice, uh, I think that was a really, really quick, that was kind of almost as quick as one of the 30-minute rows. It was only two minutes longer, I suppose, but um, just by breaking it up into those four-minute chunks and going up through the stroke rates and paces, um, I think that made that 32 minutes absolutely fly by. I've got a good old glow on. I feel like I had a, a nice uh, workout today. I'm not going to go in the house and go, oh, I really want to do something else. I don't feel like I got a good good row today. This is That was a good solid row for me. Um, and like I say, it's going to leave me primed and ready for tomorrow's session, which is going to be a medium intensity. So it's going to be about a little bit harder push over maybe slightly longer intervals. I'm not going to give away exactly what it is. Um, and then, yeah, and that'll kind of take it out of you a little bit more. That's the whole embracing the discomfort part where you're just kind of getting up there a bit. Um, and then we'll then for day, so what, today's eight. So yeah, so tomorrow's nine, day 10, will then be back to a, a low intensity. And then 11 will be uh, top. Yeah, and then 12 will be a bottom. And then hopefully um, the next day will be Christmas Day, I think, unless this has all worked out pitifully. No, it has, yeah. Next up with Christmas Day, where I'm really hoping to try and squeeze in this half marathon row as long as the family and the kids let me do it. So more details about that, because I really want to do it. I really want to try and do a Zoom chat at the same time. Um, so if you're, gonna, if you're considering doing this along with me, then please let me know whether you'd rather I did it like really early in the morning I could maybe try and squeeze it in at a stupid o'clock to try and catch some people or to do it. it my plan is to do it around about 11 or 12 o'clock in the afternoon of UK time. So yeah. anyway, right, listen, enough of that. Um, I'm just waffling along to give Stretching John enough time to, to get through all his stuff. So uh, I will just say goodbye anyway. Um, Thanks again for doing this one and for being part of this. It's interesting to see the viewing numbers for uh, what ones are getting lots of people in and what ones are not. And it's, it's fair to say the fast ones are the ones that more people are, are rowing. But hey, um, these low intensity ones, the people that come in here and doing these, you're the, you're the OGs. You're the ones that really know the value of a session like this. And hopefully the ones that are doing the really fast ones, they'll kind of realize the importance of doing these ones as well in terms of giving you that fitness to be able to go fast because that's so important um so yeah so i will see you in the ninth row of christmas uh when that one pops up i wonder what my true love will give to me on the ninth row eh um but yeah uh i do hope you enjoyed this one please leave some kind of a comment like i said the um hashtag if you want to use one to see you got to this far through the video that, that hashtag is going to be maintain because we were talking about um maintaining that forward lean and that arm straight and just trying to hold it there as you push out so that you get that snap into the handle from the front because you want to connect here the handle you don't want to be connecting here because you've lost all that distance that you could have been able to pull the um the chain on the the flywheel and to actually put in the power rather than if you go from here to here without your feet connecting then you're moving the chain a little bit but it's only here when that power comes from your legs and remember that's your powerhouse your legs not the pool, okay, and certainly not, well, I suppose your back does give something, but if you've lost your back as well, then it's like I say, you see, you see the jerk in people's arms happening quite a lot. You see this in the form check Fridays quite a lot, where you see that jerking motion quite far back through the stroke. Anyway, how did we get onto that? Oh, that's weird. So, there you go. I'm done. So I'm going to say goodbye. Thank you so much for doing that. I've said thank you about eight times now, so I'm going to say it again. <laughs> thank you so much for coming along and doing this one. I will see you in the next one. Please look after yourselves. Stay safe. Be well. Bye-bye.